Hello, everyone, and welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in. I feel like we haven't, you know, done this in so long because we had an early episode last yeah. week. And I haven't seen you to record in like two weeks. That's so wild. I know. And, and you real, you really like a podcaster. You got coffee in your hand. Uh, no, I really do. My leg crossed and I got coffee. <laughs> Glasses. All that shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff has happened, like, in between. It's we been... wasn't just sitting on our ass. Like, we did. We ran 10 miles. Yeah. That is so wild. Oh, my God. Like, I just, I really felt like it was, like, the end of the world. Like, when I was running those 10 miles, like, the conversation I was having. Oh, like, no, it was head. the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, your reaction was the funniest. Because you started off so optimistic. <laughs> 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 Sabrina, we was running, and I was like, all right, Sabrina, when we get to three miles, we're going to walk. Every three miles, we're going to stop, and we're going to do a little walk. So I'm, like, running, and Sabrina, like, <laughs> ran up on me fast as shit. It was like, we had two miles. I'm like, okay. And I just kept running. <laughs> Why would you do that shit? I thought that we was run- I thought it was two miles, you said. But you looked so let down when I said, okay. You just, like, stopped. You, like, stood there. I'm like, well, I didn't get it. I'm like, did she think we was going to stop at two miles? Yeah, I thought so. That shit was so funny. <laughs> you ran fast as shit. Because <laughs> I was excited. I'm like, fuck, finally, I can stop running. And then- you said, it's, it's two miles. I was like, okay. <laughs> I really felt like I was your um your trainer. I'm like, and keep going. But you ne- you never stopped running though. Um, I went to the bathroom and then I walked uh two two blocks actually. Oh yeah. In um South Philly, and then I went by like my dad used to have a tailor in South Philly, mm-hmm. and I noticed his shop was there, but the guy passed away. Oh yeah. So I'm like, fuck this, man. I gotta keep running. Like I'm running on behalf of my family, who had two family members that had cancer. Now I'm passing Rocco's. He had cancer. No walking, cause once I get to the finish line, it's over. Like my hard time is over. But yeah. you know, so it was it was definitely a great experience. Fucking tiring. Like got to that finish line, and it was to the point I was like, my body just didn't feel like it belonged to me. Yeah, I just was like, this is at the end of it. I really felt like, what the fuck did I gain? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sabrina I was, was so, so pissed off. I was, I was so like smiling. Angry. I'm like crying at the finish line. So I called her to check to see where she is. She's like, hello. I'm like, why are you so agitated? <laughs> and I said, I finished. And what did you say to me? I said, of course you did. Yeah, of course she did. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's not what I thought I was going to. I thought she was going to be like, yay, sis, I'm on my way. Don't worry. No. Nope. I, I was about <laughs> to grab you a snack a snack bag. I'm like, no, at this point, I don't even know what she wants, so I'm not going to grab anything. So she yelled at me. I was so angry. And then when it was over, I was like, oh, cool. Like, No, know, like, it was not. When it was over, you still was mad. It took oh, you yeah. like two hours. <laughs> yeah, it did take me two hours. Until I got food, I think. <laughs> I remember when you was, like, running to the finish line and people who were done were, like, walking by you with their medals. I was so pissed off. I'm like, put the fucking medals away. <laughs> they Well, they had pretzels, peanut butter, and jelly. Yeah. Well, they had just peanut butter sandwiches. They was dry as shit. Dry I, as I, fuck. I fucked up <laughs> First of all, I was hungry before I got to two miles. So, <laughs> And then I ate an a, a orange from some lady on the street. I'm like, listen, <laughs> fuck it. I need this shit. I, I forgot that, like, I... Only thing I felt was pain. I was not hungry or anything. Oh, no. And people kept on giving hungry. us water, and I was like, I don't want it! 
<laughs> no, I was like, give me and that Kate Gatorade. Pass that shit to kept me. Kept on cheering up. I'm like, get the fuck out my way. Oh, I was fucking feeling the cheering. That's what I really The liked. cheering was irritating me. I don't know why I get like that. When I do, like, <laughs> extreme, like, physical <laughs> stuff like that, I get so irritated. Remember I pocket dialed you by accident? And you was like, hello? I was like, oh, I pocket dialed you by accident. <laughs> you was like, click. <laughs> Oh. Like, good written. She is pissed. And then when I saw you at the finish line, I'm like, yes, yeah, you finished. I was like, you on your own next time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm usually the mean one, so I'm not used to this. <laughs> I don't know why. I, that always happens to me, like, when I do yoga or something like that. Like, I just get so yeah. flustered. I can't believe you were irritated after yoga. I was like, I'm always like, yes, like, bend me. No, I'm stretch like, what me. the fuck? <laughs> Might as well put me in a pretzel machine. That sounds great, actually. But, um, yeah, we did it, though. We did it. We did do it. And you know what? Who else did it? Um, Most of the people at the Met Gala. Most of the people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said doing a bra shoe run. I'm like, huh? No, they, yeah. they, oh, yeah, they didn't did do the bra shoe run. Imagine them doing it in their gowns, though, like running 10 miles. But <laughs> this week, um, courtesy of Rex, he asked us to do this Fade 4. We're going to do our Fade 4 Met Gala looks. So you first. Okay, so my Fade 4 Met Gala looks. First, Lana Del Rey. Mm. I really loved how dramatic her look was, like the birds in her hair. Um, I, like I really the liked sleeves. it. Yeah, the long sleeves. And I feel like it was, like, very, like, gothic. Like, I just, I love that. Because that's what I was looking for, like, some, like, really good goth looks. Oh, by the way, we're not going to mention Rihanna. We can't say Rihanna because yes. we know she won. Yeah. She always wins and she always will. Yeah. So we don't, it's it's not even, it's, it's, it's like, silly yeah. to even name her. We exactly. know she's the best. Like, come on. Um, SZA. She just looks like a mm -hmm. fairy. Like, I loved her makeup. I loved the way she, like, she was floating. Like, I just I loved, loved her look. Loved like the boots? Yeah, that it was, was just something. That was such a unique touch. Yeah, it was just Do something I wish she would change her hair sometimes. Like, I know that yeah. her and Ariana Grande As somebody who always wear their hair big, I get it. I just wish she would have done, like, something cool with, like, uh, making, like, braids go up. Like, it's remember so, when Solange made her braids yeah, look like a halo? That's so, it's so hard when you, big hair is really addictive. I know, but it's the same big hair. It's a it lot is. of different curls and waves she could do. It she is. could go corkscrew sometimes. Yeah, I know, because I do get body different curls. I do have you, to say, I get different curls. Yeah, you I do. Guess. Sometimes you go, like, beach wave, and I'm like, no, it's really the same story with her. <laughs> it's very safe. But it's still beautiful. Yeah. But at least she picked a great look to, like, own. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, number three, wait. Yeah. Number three, Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm, she always um, does good. She always does good. And I feel like she always has something, like, weird on her head. Like, she had, like, a church, like, a hat, like, a church on her head. Yes. And, like, her dress was just, like, over-the-top dramatic. And I feel like a lot of people don't expect that from her. And I love people that, like, you don't expect to dress up, but they always love, like, dressing up. Yes. I love that about her, too. She And I feel like she not with looking cute. She, like, being on trend and being yeah. creative and making she it was, about the art. Because, um... I forgot what Megala was. It was like a few years ago um, when Alexander McQueen was alive. Rest in peace. Um, she, um, Alexander McQueen was her date, or mm -hmm. vice versa. They were each other's date for the Megala. And they both dressed like, had this like really nice, like Scottish look on. So I feel like since she, you know, was friends with Alexander McQueen and like in fashion and stuff, she just has so much appreciation for like couture, which yes. a lot of people don't. Exactly. Um, and my last one is Solange. Yeah, I know people were saying, like, because uh, that, that, um, I forgot how to pronounce the designer's name, that's Iris Vaughn something. Um, but
but I've seen that dress a lot. And, like, I know a lot of people who are, like, into fashion have seen that dress a lot. And, like, some people are tired of it. But, like, I feel like it looked good on Solange. And, again, I was looking for people who, like, took a dark spin on it. Like, some, like, gothic, like, you know, type. Mm -hmm. And, like, she did that and she was carrying and she made a it black as fuck. Yeah, she had a do-rag. She was carrying Florida water, like a true Creole witch. Mm -hmm. Like, I just love that because she gave me that, like, that dark factor. Also, I have some honorable mentions because I didn't realize how hard... I wrote four down, but then I was like, wait, I like some other people. Um, Lily Collins. I lo again, she so you did... just breaking the fucking rules. You <laughs> want some honorable mentions. It's just your fifth choice. That's what it is. <laughs> Let's go. But she, uh, <laughs> again, she did a gothic, like, spin. She had, like, a tear that looked like it was, like, blood. That's like, you so know. Cool. And I'm like, I love that. And she had black shoes on. And this is so random, but, like, I hate when people wear, like, ball gowns with closed toe shoes. Yeah, no, Except saying. for, like, not, like, except for, like, the boots that says ahead or whatever. Yeah, that's different. Like, a boot, but yeah. Yeah, but, like, when people wear, like, for instance, I forgot the style, that Louboutin, but, like, that ugly-ass, like, Louboutin, like a camel, like, you wear that. Mm -hmm. Well, like, I hate when people wear clothes-toe shoes. Yeah, or you know, especially if it, like, if it got a split, maybe I can understand, like, a high split because maybe. then it's, like, showing so much leg. Yeah. But, no, I feel you on that. And also, Ariana Grande, honorable mention. Yeah, she looks fucking great. She looks cute, but the only reason why I didn't put her in my fave, fave four is because it was... In theme, but it was very her. It wasn't outside exactly. the box. She don't really step outside the yeah, box. Yeah, her and, and Mariah Carey are just yeah. like they have their things that they pretty. like. Yeah, and I'm gonna wear this exactly. But I still liked it. But it's just that's why I didn't pick it because I'm like it just was her. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, first on my list is um Zendaya. Yes, um, I was gonna put Zendaya, but I was like I felt like she are people knew that she killed it. Yeah, they didn't know. But I'm like I, I, in case you didn't mention her, I'm like, I just got to like yeah, no, I'm glad you she did. commits all the time. It's yes, like they say, I love that Rihanna is the queen, she is the princess, and that's just how it goes. Every year she gives us something great. Chadwick Boseman, yes, that's a man that knows how to commit. Like him and Jaden Smith and Migos were like the best dressed men there. Well, that's one hundred percent. The only thing I didn't like about Jaden Smith is because it wasn't in theme. It wasn't in theme. No, it wasn't. But that's and that's why he's not on my list because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not on my list. But he looked great. Um, and he his did. video he did for Vogue was great. But back to. Oh, Chadwick Boseman, he looks so great. He and I did committed. not expect that from him. I expect. I feel like he cares about how he looks. Like, but I didn't expect him to be in theme. I didn't expect him to be in theme. I think that ever since like he started just dressing like he really was T'Challa after Black Panther, nothing shocks me about kind of how like animated he could be. And I just love a man that goes for it because a lot of men play safe. For example, my baby dad, Michael B. Jordan. That nigga really just put a pin. The thing I hated the most about his outfit though is like. So there's a smiling? No. <laughs> there's a brand called Off-White. It's like, that's a designer. Uh -huh. And they have their name on their stuff, and his belt said Off-White on it. And I'm like, that is so... He's like, from off Jersey. Off-White is street, street wear. No shade, but he's from Jersey. That's very true. And... I always forget that. Because I really be thinking he's from the Bay. Yo, Jersey folks be struggling. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I I will tell this to all my Jersey friends. I love y'all to death, but they are the same niggas that's gonna match their hat, which they with they belt, with their shoes. Mm -hmm. And that's true. I'm like, you from Jersey, ain't you? And that's not so much Southern Jersey, but the the closer you get up north, I'm sorry. Mm mm. So yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Um, 
this there's a model. Her name was Adut Akek Bior. All right, she is like a Sudanese model. She wore this paint getups, Bri. You know her? Yes. Oh my gosh, that was this everything. Is, the theme was heavenly bodies, and she looked so heavenly. She looked like a fucking angel. This is my favorite shade of pink. She's like her skin is like black as night. She is beautiful, and I just can't believe a person could just be this like gorgeous and. This dress was everything. I feel like if if I was invited to this Met Gala, this is the dress I would be in. So I'm like, no, this like I fell in love with her dress and her look. She had cornrows. That it was, was just everything. she looked like an actual angel. And the last on my list is Blake Lively. That's oh a, yeah, she looks nice. I love that white woman. Somebody she comes said that she's white people's Beyonce. She is, <laughs> but you know what? Blake Lively don't be like her. She don't perform as much as like other big white actresses, but we love her. And I don't know why it is. Like every time somebody, I think because her name. I identify with her ever since Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants because she was a tall friend, and so was I. So I was like, ah, okay, and I love her engagement ring. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of like... I don't think I've seen it. It's like an oval cut. She has long hands like me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I just need what Blake Lively has. I love that woman. She wow. did look great. She Even my fantastic. mom said, I'm like, you know who Blake she Lively is? She looks great every year. I was, every year. I was so shocked my mom knew who she was. My mom do not know white people. Yeah, my mom, duh. She like, who? Who Lively? But yeah. <laughs> so who do you think lost? Who, well, not lost, but who sucked? Whose outfit did you just not like? You know, I... If, but I, I didn't really like, um, I'm loud as shit, but <laughs> I didn't really like Tracy Ellis Ross, but she hated broke it. she broke down I who she was supposed it. to look like, but I still didn't like, I'm like, didn't commit, like, commit to it, because it still was like, you was trying to be pretty, but still be like, you know, avant-garde Stop at the same time. That's yeah. the whole thing. So I did not like hers. Um, I did not like Kendall Jenner. She looked. Somebody said it looked like she just got that from ASOS, and it did. Yeah. It looked like a simple that's, thing. And from I would say that's something I would wear, and I just don't it was get cute, it. but not for Met Gala. Exactly. Um, I didn't like Kim's outfit either. She looked I did, beautiful. Her make. Let me fucking tell you, Mario. Makeup by Mario. He his fucking hands. He is it's so magical. fucking talented. She looked incredible. Her, that makeup was every fucking thing. But she thing. looks like the theme was like Egyptian nights. Or that one just, mini bitty cross on your dress does not make it oh, heavily sorry, body, she baby. Had two crosses. Uh, <laughs> one on her hip. One on her hip. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Kylie Jenner. I wanted to slap them little ass glasses off her face. That was didn't I, make sense. I feel like that does not make sense. And for Rihanna has color. done the little glasses look already on a red carpet. So no, thank you, but no thanks. Um, yeah. Also, didn't like Nicki Minaj's dress. It I, I didn't like, like it either. I, it looked like the, the cut of her dress looked like uh, the looked... mother of a bride. The mother of a bride. I'm like, you got this bomb-ass body. Why are you wearing this stupid cut dress? And the, the red the, and black together? The head, yeah, because and then, of course, the fucking barbs was like, yeah, she's supposed to be the bad guy. She's supposed to be the devil. I'm like, that's not what she was supposed to do. Because if she's supposed to be the devil, she would have went harder. The... This, what I was expecting, remember when she did the pulp thing and she had that Versace cloak yeah. on? I was expecting some shit like that. Yeah, and then she was like, you're making me out to be the bad... You know, she's trying to go with this bad guy theme, and it's just, like, not working for me. It's not. Because I'm no say, who's making you the bad guy besides you? I'm about to say... Charlie couple, wasn't the bad guy. I, you ain't the bad guy. Who the bad guy? No, I'm about to say, what, a couple of fucking 14-year-olds on Twitter? <laughs> Anyway, moving on. But, yeah, those are our fave four for the Met Gala. All right, now it's time to toast for assists. Um, So this week I'm toasting to a woman uh, named Char 
uh, Everett. So I've been following her on like Instagram. It's one of those situations where you ever just not know how you follow somebody, True. but all y'all do is like show each other love all the time. Yes. So one day I went and I um actually checked out her page and I found out that she has a candle line, mm-hmm. um and it's called Kai candles and it's based after the Japanese word kai I believe or ki mm-hmm. but it's about releasing energy the idea of you burn this candle then you're oh, burning away that. you know the stress or you know releasing that energy and she has candles that say cool things like do-overs or gratitude or winning happiness faith and it's just like you know burning it so it's soy based homemade candles made here in philly by a black woman who's a mother okay and i spoke with her about it before i gave it a shout out and she said that this was very helpful with her while she was going through a really really deep you know and dark depression mm-hmm. and it was okay for me to share that with you all. But, you know, it's just cool that this is what she found in the candles. It's definitely therapeutic. Yeah. And the idea of burning away, like, the bad shit in your mm. life, I could use it. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, so her Instagram is, hold on one second, char, C-H-A-R dot Everett, E-V-E-R-E-T-T. And from there, you'll find her candle line, Kaya Candles, um, in her bio. So give her a follow. Go check out her page. Like, she's just a gorgeous girl. Like, gorgeous. So that's that. And now we're moving on into tea time. And you know what? Savage by Fenty has dropped. And I, I saw a lot of cute shit that I really, really liked. Yeah, I saw cute stuff all, as well. You know what? I'm shocked at, though. I thought that this was going to be 100% lingerie, but Rihanna has included, like, a lot of, like, everyday stuff. She included, like, a lot of nudes for everybody. Yeah. From, like, really, really fair skin to really, really chocolate. And I think, like, again, this is just her thinking of it all. It's, like, a lot of everyday um, yeah. body wear. Yeah, and I felt like people wanted it to be, like, bondage wear and stuff like that. But I'm like, for the y'all wasn't going to pay those bondage prices. Yeah, you know, I thought it was going to be strictly bondage, too, but I'm like, it. Def- this is not a line that she released, like, with Victoria's Secret. It's not a partnership. This is her business. Yeah, so she can, and like, she got it. Like, Victoria's Secret. They Victoria's Secret got that sexy stuff, yeah. but they also got stuff that you wear every single mm-hmm. day. And I think that that is so clear. Like, when you look at her first release, like, all right, it's the cute, playful stuff. It's the really, really sexy, scandalous stuff. And then it's the, like, everyday, like, cotton underwear. Like, you need that shit. Like, yeah. Because I was looking at something that said, I'm like, oh, because I have not bought a bra in, like, so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so I'll get It's like $30 for bras. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I pay way more at Victoria's Secret. So why not get my dime? Why not get my coin to Rihanna? Yeah. Honestly, I'm about to give her all my money. Yeah, like she about to open up business. a supermarket, and I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> I'll have whatever Rihanna is selling, probably just like blunts <laughs> in <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> and again, why not? True. <laughs> so, okay, another cool thing. Tina Knowles actually put Solange and Beyonce at a very into therapy at a very young age. That is so progressive, especially for like a black mom from the South. Yes, back in the what '90s slash uh, early 2000s. Yeah, because like black people do not be fucking with like therapy or addressing yeah. mental health or anything like that. And I think that is so decent because like this is something that I've been talking about like off the mic a lot, mm-hmm. and like the problem with a lot of celebrities I feel like are people that are like in the limelight is that they don't know who they are or they never got 
they never went to therapy or like addressed any issues yeah. that they had upon themselves. That's just a sitting on experience. So, yeah. So like once they have the once they have like this platform, they start acting like you like what the heck? What are you doing? And it's because they've never addressed like underlying issues. Yeah. And it's like these are things that they've been doing in private, but now since they have like you know the limelight, that it's like you know. Yeah, it's out of control. Yeah. Well, she said that, you know, when everything was happening and Beyonce started to become like a little superstar in a community, that she would have days devoted to each one of them. And she was saying how there was like a point in time where she really felt like Solange was living in Beyonce's like shadow. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to get them therapy to build their relationship. She said, um, so, Beyonce needed to be more sensitive to Solange. She couldn't stand it for a minute. You know, there was her little sister, was all in her stuff, trying to hang around her and her (laughs) friends, and Beyonce was really irritated, but it made her more sensitive to who her sister was and what she had to deal with because of her. And that's such a big responsibility. Like, I'm the oldest, um, and my little brother is, like, five years younger than me, just like Beyonce and, like, Solange. Mm -hmm. And I can remember that phase where my little brother wanted to be all up my ass with my friends like mm-hmm. if they came over he would be at the door like can I come and watch TV you actually saw this like a few times yeah still <laughs> happens still happens <laughs> and it's just like get off my ass and I can it's probably amplified when it's two like sisters and like one is actually famous so yeah that is so important family is always more important than like this other dumb shit like, it really is and look at them now this is probably why they're able to get through things and like her and they um, all Solange have... fucking up her husband in the yeah. elevator <laughs> and they have different styles and they're both comfortable in those styles. I was just listening to Salon's song Fuck the Industry. I'm like, yo, she really told y'all years ago. Like, this song came out when we was in high school, so at least like eight, nine years ago. She was like, listen, before this being weird shit was cool, yeah. she's like, sign sincerely, fuck the industry. I'm not going to be there. I'm not Beyonce. I'm not the rest of these hoes. So I really, really like that Solange, she always been about that weird shit. Yeah, and I'm so and happy I, that... Because of this therapy, I'm thinking. Yeah, because I remember she did have a thing. Remember she had like a song, I think with Vawa or something, where she like I knew she was doing like her little like early two thousands like yeah you know, when she had the micros yeah <laughs> and so but the I'm glad kinky micros yeah I'm glad she broke out of that and was like now I'm just fuck it me yeah good for her um speaking of another amazing black mother Jada Pinkett um she has this new cool uh like a Facebook based talk show called Red Table Talk and it's been some like really compelling interview so far. Yeah and it's a lot of cause I heard her talking on some show and she was like a lot of the stuff she don't know. Uh, she said she's learning a lot about her mom and her daughter so yeah. like they don't she a lot of stuff she doesn't know until they talk about it at the table. Yeah and like okay from this show so far we've learned that Gabrielle Union and her were beefing we've learned that uh, she you- went too far with the uh Will Smith, while he was still married. Exactly. And uh, that there was some true, like, discrepancies with, like, the first, his first wife and the son. And Will had the checker. Uh-huh. Compli- it was complicated. We also learned about a little bit more about her relationship with Tupac, which that was her homie. Like, that really was her homie, Tupac. So I'm, like, really feeling this show. And then we get uh, another good interview. Uh, Willow actually revealed to her mom that she was cutting herself shortly after that with my hair period where she was saying how, like, you know how 
kind of similar to what's happening to Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Something pops, and the labels are like hounds. Yeah. And they were like, all right, we got to finish this album. We got to make more songs. We got to do this and the other. And Willow Smith has been wise beyond her years. I know, because, like... Forever. She, and imagine being, like, nine years old and people being, like, pressuring you to do that. And you like, I just wanted to have fun. Like, yeah. that was something fun for me to do. Exactly. And she was just saying how, like, there was a moment where she felt so lost, and she started cutting herself. Yeah. And Jada and Jada Mom, like, they look shocked, like, surprised, but... Do you know what my mom would have done? Because, like, I think a lot of black parents, parents, they do this shit, especially black parents, they do this thing where they are reactive because they feel like that's the right thing to do. Yeah, and they make you... be like, girl, you better not have been cutting yourself. Yeah, because actually, like, speaking about that, I actually, I've used to self-harm, and I haven't done it in, like, four years well, like, or or two years, um, and I, my mom would see, like, stuff on my arm, and she would say, oh, you better not be cutting yourself, or you better not. And I'm like, so what if I am? Like, how can you be mad at me for, like, thinking this is the only way that I can, like, re- like relieve my stress or, like, pain? Like, how? why are you mad at me for that? Yeah. And did it make sense? And, like, I would feel guilty, like, sometimes about it, and like it just was, it's just very weird. And like seeing Jada um, react to Willow, how she did, I'm like, yeah. you know what? I shouldn't feel bad, and it's not my fault that I've done. Even though it's something I'm doing it to myself, yeah. it's just like I don't, I shouldn't feel, you know, bad about it. Yeah, and I just, I just like how you could tell Jada was definitely like she cried a little bit. Yeah, she's upset that her daughter felt so alone at such a young age, mm-hmm. and so something that was like happening right up under her that she didn't notice. And that's okay to you know feel like that a little bit, but she never for one minute felt like put guilt on herself. Or I'm like, what the fuck do these? Why? Why are Will and Jada such great people? They are such great parents. Why? They're the parents that I want to be. And I feel like a lot of people should be like... Because, like, I I get so mad about... Because I love children and I love family. And, like, I get so mad about people just being shitty parents. And it's just like... You're hurt. A lot of people are hurting their children. Yeah, 100%. And you think that you're helping, and it's just like... Just because they got an Xbox. Yeah, and I don't get it how... There's some people that cannot conceive children who can't even, like, you know, adopt, you know, children um, because of certain things or, you know, they might not have the money. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, it's people who are crave, you know, this, like, raised children and stuff like that, and you have kids and you just, like, neglect them, make them feel guilty about stuff. Because a lot of bad traits you get, you get them from your parents. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. And Willow was just saying how she never talked about it because it was such a weird point in her life. But you have to pull yourself out of it. She said, honestly, I felt like I was experiencing so much emotional pain, but my physical circumstances weren't reflecting that. And that's, like, the best sum up I can understand from, Mm -hmm. like, you know, self-harm and, like, cutting because I never got it because i always been a person who hated pain. Yeah. I hate needles, and I'm like, wow, you know, I I know it has to be something, but I think that definitely makes sense. Like, you feel a pain on the inside, but you're outside. It's just, like, a weird disconnect. And I felt that way, again, not to be dramatic, after the Broad Street Run. I felt like my body did not belong to me. Yeah. So I kept, like, touching my legs. I felt like they literally did not belong to me. And I'm like, to imagine it be like that with your spirit, though. Like, your spirit yeah. and your body just totally different. Because, like, the last time when I did, like, I felt like I felt so much pain in me and it's like, everything hurt. But I'm just like, I can't 
do anything. And I felt like if I did this, it would release it. Like, yeah. it would release the hurt. And so I definitely get what she was saying. Yeah, so I'm happy she's doing better. I'm happy she felt comfortable enough to tell her yeah. mom, her grandma, dad, because my black ass would have just went to the grave with it because my family don't understand shit. Yeah, um, and, like, I'm so, like, uh, it's so, like, important for black girls to... Like, black people in general to talk about stuff like self-harm and stuff because it's always labeled as, like, white a white thing. thing. Oh, she so, run on white kids. That's why yeah. she cutting herself. Yeah. Nah, you know, it's, it happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nicki Minaj uh, says that she is releasing her album. Shit, I didn't say the date. It's, what, June 16th or June, June 15th? June 15th. June 15th, okay? So she's released her album, and she's naming it Queen. Um... Obviously, not a bad name for album. I'm a little shocked. Again, I'm confused as to why is that. But she might have had a coming, like, you know, a crazy confidence moment where she's like, I'm a fucking queen. Yeah. I just feel like when I think about album names like that, I think about, like, Janelle Monet. Like, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't connect it to Nicki, but, like, maybe we have to see, yeah, like. it might come full know. circle. Yeah. If the album, though, if you don't talk about no queen shit other than saying you're the queen of rap, like and you're not that either like you're not the queen of i mean you can call yourself whatever you want but there little kim is the queen of rap yeah i feel like people should people really pay little kim and dust and little that, kim is the queen and of that rap. really upsets me now call yourself whatever the fuck you can call yourself the empress yeah <laughs> whatever the hell you want to call yourself yeah but the you you're the barbie fine but you are not the queen. The queen bee is alive. She may not, I was about to say alive and well, but I don't know about that. But she's alive and... <laughs> yeah, and it's just like... Respect it. Exactly, because like, I love I, both of them. I would never choose between... Nobody's going to make me do that. But like, it just makes me upset that like people just pay Little Kim and Dust when she like paves the way for a lot of things. And people like... Rappers... I mean, designers was not co-signing... Um, Rappers and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a, little Kim was mm-hmm. hanging with Donatella Versace, Alexandra McQueen, she Mark Jacobs. She started that shit. She started that. And I, but like I said, I'm more like we said, we got to wait till it comes full circle. And I'm hoping this shit is yeah. hot. Like, I think that it could be misconstrued that we not rooting for Nicki Minaj because we critique her. And like maybe because we known each other for years, we both stand well I don't stand for but I live for what she's about to do next I acknowledge when she's creative but when her when it's shitty music I'm not going to be bopping to it for this yeah. I don't got time for that as I'm an not, adult like, I, I don't yeah, it's too many good it's too much good music out Megan the Stallion is like really really like hot on my list right now and I'm not going to be neglecting myself from music that I enjoy just to pay somebody bills like I'm not <laughs> yeah I was about to say like and I feel like I'm too old to have stand goggles and be like oh that was good like eat something up like I'm just too old for that no I want it to be hot I want to genuinely like it I don't want to have anybody convince me or explain to me why it's hot because once again when it's the music is good you just don't have to do all that shit yeah. so I'm hoping that it's like Pink Friday not the same cause artists grow mm-hmm. but in a sense where I don't I'm listening to this shit front to back front to back that's what I want from Nicki Minaj cause like I wanna love it and I wanna support her and I want her hard work to like mean something mm-hmm. but we gonna see we gonna see. Speaking of Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, seem to have made up at the Met Gala. Yeah, thank freaking God. Now y'all could shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> yeah, because that feud was dumb as shit. Like I said, I really don't it even want to listen to Motorsport anymore. It, yeah, it was so... And that song wasn't even good. Like, it was not even good. Like, never forget this nigga fucking start singing about his dead grandma at the end. <laughs> Like, did y'all forget that? That shit was weird. I really don't understand what that song was about. I don't get it either. All I like is I'm the Trap Selena and Watch a Man when you should watch him out. Yeah. On. That's decent. But that's not the, like, fucking argument starting over the song. But uh-uh. uh-uh. Just can't. Shit was weird. Yep. So Cardi Man squashed that beef for Nicki, but... She got another so-called rapper on her trails now. Well, who the fuck don't have beef with this bird? Azalea Banks uh, went on a breakfast club. Oh, God. Her and Charlemagne together again. Rather drink bleach. I just (laughs) prefer bleach than to listen to those two petty bitches cackling together. All teeth. Ugh. Anyway, you know, she sat down on the show, and she she was saying how... You know, Cardi B is pretty much a caricature of black women, I believe she said. She was, hold on, I have the quote here. Yeah, she did say that she was a caricature, but it's like, who else is, it's a lot of people that's loud and stuff like that. Fucking Tiffany Haddish, but she darker than Cardi, so. Yeah, she calls her illiterate, untalented rat, a caricature of black women. She said, two years ago, the convergence surrounding black women's culture was really reaching an all-time high. Um, talking about Beyonce's uh, Lemonade album did that. There you was just really, really, really intelligent conversion going on naturally, and then everything just kind of changed And when it was, like, Cardi B. What? How are you crediting her for changing all this shit? And, like, I don't... Okay, I'm... Like, you ignoring fucking Janelle Monet what she just fucking released? Yeah. Like, honestly, and... I think that people gave Cardi B so much shit when they when she would not claim being black, right? But then when she claimed black or when Amara Lanagra claims, like, I'm a black woman, I'm a black Dominican woman, then it's a problem. Like, okay, let's say Cardi B was um, dismissive of her blackness at one point, and now she realizes, like, how I had to come to grips with a lot of things about being black that this shit is something to be proud of. Yeah. Who are you the fucking police when she does it? Exactly, because it's no... She not the fuck white. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> She's not. And, like, for you to call somebody a caricature of black women, it's like, what are you talking about? Exactly, and that's how she acts. Before she even had millions, that's how she is. Yeah. That's who the fuck she is, and I know bitches that act like that. Just like that. Just like that. And then she called her idiot and stupid, and a lot of those words, a lot of those, like, dumb, stupid. And then, um... Cardi B responded and said, I'm from the hood. I speak how I speak. I am how I am. I did not choose to be famous. People chose me. People followed me on Instagram, and people gave me a platform to introduce my talent. I've never asked to be an example or a role model. I don't want to change my ways because I'm famous. That's why I just mind my business. This is coming from a woman that bleached her skin but wants to advocate. Goodbye. I'm not apologizing or kill myself because of who I am. Um... Great. Her publicist did a great job writing that for Cardi <laughs> on her behalf. But I just feel like I wouldn't have even addressed... Why are you addressing Azalea Banks? 
She that's what she wants. That's what she fucking. I lives hate when for. people give this child attention because that's exactly what she wants. I'm tired of talking about this bitch. Like, stop giving her attention and stop drinking giving her the fucking Kool Aid. Like, she is not the per. It's so many people to advocate for blackness and stuff. She is not the fucking one because it's only she's only doing it because it's convenient for her. And she does not like blackness. She, she knows that every, it's a weapon. Do y'all fucking know that every time that she has some beef and starts something, it's always with a woman and always with a black woman. Never yeah. fucking forget that she told a 14-year-old girl to get surgery. And then she, I will she, never forget that shit. And then shit. she told Cupcake to get a boob job recently. Exactly. Talking and she about to- how and she, uh, told- she needs to get it done. You have to if you want to be successful. Exactly. Bitch, who's taking advice from you? Exactly. And also, like, as somebody who don't, like, my body is not, like, you know, Instagram-worthy who's or whatever. This? Like, that, like, it didn't hurt my feelings, but, like, if I really was, like, deep in, like, you know, insecurity, that would make me not want to do my music no more. Because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get something because I don't, don't want to get a boob job. I'm not. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, she she is so insecure with herself, and she thinks that same shit works on other people. And then when Cardi uh, brought up her skin bleach, and she going to say it was colorism. I'm like, what? You did no. bleach your skin, and you were telling other, other people, people to too. bleach their skin. And now, all of a sudden, you're saying you bleach your skin because She's Acne scarring. She's a liar. Sis, you, I'm looking at your pictures, okay? If you did have acne scarring, it was nothing that a little found foundation couldn't cut on. Um, I must say, because she has clear skin. She always had beautiful skin. So I don't know. You're a liar. Just like, so next you're saying you got the boob job because you, uh, you had a titty a disease where it was like hurting your back because they was drooping or because they were small. It's like, just l- look, lay in your shit. Again, stand in your shit. Don't sit up there and get smelly and then when somebody point, you know, ask you why you stink, not standing your shit. Like, I don't like that. You bleached your skin, and you said it back then because you hate yourself and also because you felt like that's what you had to do yeah. to succeed. Now don't sit up there and lie. Say something different. Exactly. Because of scarring. Oh, who don't got acne scarring? Exactly. And also, You better love them big pores. <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, um, say what you... I forgot. Something that you were saying about if you... Not, uh, like, basically, gay men... Um, oh, yeah. I was saying before that uh, a lot of Azalea Banks stands, the people that go up for her, or just not black women. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of people I know, they're not black women. They're usually gay men, sometimes not even gay men of color. Um, but if they're not, they're certainly not black women. And they go up for Azalea Banks. And I'm like, I feel some type of way about that as a black woman, that y'all are telling us what we should be offended about and how we should accept her and how we she's on our team. That bitch is not on my fucking team. And I know she would talk about me if she met me. Exactly. You don't get to police black sisterhood. The fuck? Just because you are uh, in a subordinate group, and I feel like so many, especially, like, I don't know how I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but less, especially a lot of gay men in our life, like, they tr- like we relate, but shit is still different. Yeah. Okay? Like, understand that. Like, we relate, but shit is still different. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not offended by Azalea Banks' comments about black women that she's made in the past, or when she told Sky Jackson certain things, could it be and when that she said ill when somebody says she looked like Laverne Cox? H- Hello, <clears throat> but like, come on. And I know that again, <laughs> Cardi has said, you know, she said some transphobic stuff and like in the past or whatever. But she's apologized and stuff, and I believe that her Cardi apo- be on her, some dumb shit too. She do exactly. My thing is, you cannot. I, I, I said this on Twitter, like, just accept the fact that we like people that are flawed humans. Like, don't try to 
weigh people's sins or whatever and be like, well, she said it. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people are taking up for it because she's a black woman and she's dark-skinned. And that's something with you. They feel guilty. You feel guilty if yeah. you don't like her. So you're like, oh, I'm going to, like, you know, keep on co-signing her bullshit. I'm going to keep supporting her because she's at the, technically the bottom, the bottom of the lovable, you know, full bear. But, like, Zoya Banks is not losing right now because she's a dark-skinned woman. I'm going to say that as a black woman, as a woman who is not light-skinned, as a woman who is not conventionally attractive. I am over six feet tall, and I'm a woman. Trust and believe, I know a little bit something about conventional beauty. I know a little bit something about being a woman that's considered masculine, and she is not losing because of that. She's losing because she's nuts, okay? She's crazy. She's not producing enough. She runs her mouth more... Um, on other platforms versus on a track. You know, she could be rapping all this shit, but she has no strategy behind her. And she's going to live her life trolling. And trolling, unless you're Charlemagne, who's a man, you're not going to make as much money off of that. Yeah. So continue to have fun with your commas and your oh another thing I hate when people use grammar and stuff like that to shame other people who don't have that like okay she don't know how she she's bilingual okay sis knows two languages let's see how many languages you know um you can you can pay for school but you can't buy class meaning you can have all this education like George Bush who graduated from Harvard and still be <laughs> dumb as fuck. Yeah. I know a lot of people with degrees who are dumb as fuck. Yeah. Or I'm gonna say myself included. Yeah, me too. And like <laughs> also um like I hate, people have done that to me a lot like a lot like I remember um I used to this guy, white guy I worked with, he said, "How are you doing?" I said, "I'm doing good." He said, it's, "I'm doing well." He said that he corrected me. I said, I'm doing fucking good, though. Like, I'm not doing well. I'm doing good. So, like, why would you correct me like that? It's like, you knew what I meant. I'm doing good. It may not be proper, but it's it's communication. And it's funny. You doing that is anti-blackness. Exactly. You're like, you're trying to, that's anti-black. Because you know for a fact that fucking black people, the way we say stuff is, like, not a quote-unquote proper grammar. Like, you know that. And if grammar got you places, again, you would be on the charts. You're not of- even known for your grammar. Like, this is somebody who was, like, queefing over Trump <laughs> not too long ago. Never forget that. Yes. Like, and, like, and now she, that's why she was mad at Kanye West. She's like, sis, I tried that already. <laughs> yeah. I about to say, honestly, I would not be surprised if she took off a fucking mad Scooby-Doo style and underneath was fucking Kanye West yeah. or a fucking white... <laughs> Like, well, nationalist. She, she said she was a free thinker today. So I'm like, you dumb fuck. Oh, God. It's just, I don't I don't get it. I never will. And I don't want to support There's so many other people to support. And and I'm not saying you have to. It's not about respectability politics. Because, you know, you and I are not, like, you know, clean cut, 1990 yeah. people like that. You can be rowdy, rock star, whatever like and that. You deserve and what you get. Whatever. But it's just, she's just... I'm not a fan of bullying. No, and that's what she does. Yeah. I'm not a fan and, of or a hater. I hate yeah, a hater because yeah. being a hater is an illness because you can't focus on yourself. Because the thing is, about, why, if, where was means. all this energy when Cardi B before she started profiting off of being uh, ghetto? Be, yes, nobody. Exactly. That's what that's scare. That fucking terrifies me. Like I'm not even being dramatic. That shit is so fucking scary to me to see people get uh, people laughed at her and stuff like that. But then when she started, you Make know, she flipped it. Um, she got the bag and she flipped it. People started getting like you know, 
angry and like starting to pull out yeah. all these receipts and stuff like People that. People are but the haters. Receipts was there. It was already there when she was doing all that ignorant shit. Because I remember watching her back in 2014. She was saying some stuff that I didn't agree with, and I just was like, "All right, skip over that. <laughs> Listen to the like, you know, the yes. stuff that I do find funny." But it's just like. It's just so weird and crazy and, like, how people just coast or willing to co-sign, you know, whatever their fave says and not, like, critique. Yeah, you know, and to come name. at a pregnant woman like that is exactly. really rude. That's so I think corny. a lot of us forget that, that she that's is so, fucking pregnant. Yeah, I was about to say, that's fucking corny. And I'm like, everybody's like, pregnant. yes, she made her delete her Instagram. You stressed like the pregnant woman out. You yeah, bitch. like, how do you feel about that? That's just yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? Y'all kicking people in wheelchairs down? Yeah, exactly. At this point, and Cardi uh, deleted her Instagram account. Good. She should have made been her Twitter that. private. And yeah, honestly, she should because Cardi needs, she don't, she she be having like broke bitch problems with the internet that yeah. I can't relate to because yeah. like, I had a slumber party this weekend and I wasn't <laughs> on Twitter the whole time. I was too, I was too overwhelmed with like the actual people that were in front of me. So I can't imagine like working, being on flight Lights, shows, business, writing, meeting, money, man, family, and then being like, let me go on Instagram and tell these bitches off. Also, like you said, this is how you can tell Cardi do got a ghostwriter. We just shading everybody. <laughs> but because in that one song, she's like, you know what? Like that song with her and Chance the Rapper, my, Living mm-hmm. My Best Life, she says something like, I ain't even addressing y'all bitches no more. I'm done. I'm living my life. I can't tell you how many times she has addressed bitches and not lived her life since that exact verse. Exactly. So you can tell... Chad or Charles or whoever the fuck wrote that verse, they need to do something more you and more on brand exactly. next time that goes right in. Because the, I, I feel like actually Chance the Rapper wrote that positive he, shit. He probably did. Because that was not her. She's not listening. That Yeah. Focus on you. Hopefully she... I, I feel sad because Cardi B really was very funny on Instagram, and that's how she got started. But you know what? Blackout. Social media blackout. When you feel like that shit is consuming you, delete it. Because I do that. You, I will block... It, at, anybody that knows me that knows my favorite fucking thing is fucking blocking people. Right. I fucking mute people. I like, I used to like spontaneously delete my social media, but I can't because of the podcast now. But yeah. like, I will, if Same. people oh vex me, I will unfollow. Block. Like, because I was following some, I think I said it before on the show, I was following somebody that like was making me feel so crazy about like my healthy journey and stuff. Ever since I unfollowed her, Ima, have I been how You I surely was? haven't. Nope. But now, even though I was telling you to block her for months, you yeah. had to do it in your own time. I really hated that bitch for months. Yeah. yeah. But as soon as I did it, I felt better about yeah, my... It could be very mm-hmm. toxic, but she needs to log the fuck off, like yeah. Beyonce. Let somebody else manage your account. Live your life. Live your life with this man you can't stop fucking mentioning in songs and just, you know, do your thing. Speaking of mans, uh, let's talk about some breakups and break-ins. So, 21 Savage and Amber Rose are back together. Oh, God. They, oh, oh, so it's official they back together? Um, I figured from that long-ass love, Romeo and Juliet shit she But what wrote. about the boy he posted? Um, you know, niggas, that's just how they are. So, I'm actually going to, I didn't save it, but I'm going to go to it right now. Amber Rose um, posted a picture of her, like, actually, she deleted it. Wow, T. Um, but she posted a picture of her and 21 Savage with this long ass, I love him. I love him. I don't care what nobody say. And regardless, I love his kids. And he loved my son. No, his three kids. I love, oh, yeah, his three kids. And I'm just like, yo, who asked? Just get back with your man. You don't yeah. owe us shit. Like I didn't want to know that. I don't like. Or if they just start being seen together, 
we be like, oh, they back on. But who would really be like, really, Amber? It's not like it's a fabulous and Emily B situation to our knowledge where like he was abusing her. So if y'all broke up and got back together, who cares? That is so annoying. Again, she got the mommy shit on lock, but her in a relationship, like romantic Amber Rose, I just wish she get a TV show so at least I can like um <laughs> Like, have some laughable moments. Like, She's a fucking bird. Like, this whole real chance of love um, Instagram edition, flavor of love Instagram edition, I love New York. Like, she just needs I don't to call VH1. And I don't know who fucking... I would watch that. Yeah, and I don't... Let me but... shut the fuck up and, and pitch this. <laughs> but I don't know who fucking goofy or her or the niggas that still keep on giving her a chance. It's Amber Rose box. I give her a chance. <laughs> like for real, for real. No, see, if I was a nigga, I'd be like, I can't deal with that goofy shit. I don't know. She fine as hell. I would definitely. I think I would tolerate Amber Rose for a healthy amount of time. And she is probably because she is a good, sweet person. She I is, want but, her to. But get, again, I don't see even like uh, in my own day in life, I don't like sweet people. Yeah, me neither. To be honest, that shit. I'd be like, what the fuck, like. The fuck are you like Belle from Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> <laughs> or what? What bitch that had the birds <laughs> like that? Like that shit? Oh my gosh! Well, um, good luck, I guess, to them. Um, Taraji P Henson, like. I feel like at this point I could just say Taraji because who else in the industry? <laughs> like Taraji is engaged. <laughs> yes, I'm so to happy her for man her. That she been sporting around for some time now. Don't know his name, but he did something really sweet. He proposed to her on Mother's Day, which is like awesome. Aww. I'm happy for her, and I like I I don't know. I just love when people in their 40s get engaged. I feel like it's a lot more responsible. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I can't stand when people be like 23 and engaged. I'm like. I, I'm gonna sound like a hater if I say this, but you should wait. Yeah, you should wait for ten more years. Yeah, because I was say I'd be not liking people the next day. Yeah, and also because like, if I'm, this doesn't go for everyone. Because I know a lot of young people who are married and are doing fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like my cousin, for example, she got um married very young, but her and her husband like they're best friends and they're so cool. It's different. But sometimes I meet people who are married young, and I just feel like. When I talk to them, they seem, like, so much older than I am. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. You don't really want to be around them. Right. But whatever floats your boat. Like, long as it's long as you marry in your fucking best friend. Uh, but, yeah, good luck good, good luck to both of them. Um, and in a sunken place, we have just that whole Rita Ora song. <laughs> and it's funny because it's called, <laughs> the song is called Girls. And you were just talking about how you misjudged Rita Ora. How, and I was, I, I was sitting my own board with you. I was. I was like, oh, like, love her. Like, I just, because I'm, like, I, every week I'm, like, obsessed with, like, a new interview style. So, uh, again, if anybody knows any, like, set, because right now I'm obsessed with Sneaker Shop on the Complex. Yeah, so I got to watch all this shit you So, said. if any Anybody, like, knows any interviews set up like that, like, please send them to me because I just, I'm obsessed with, like, creative interviewing styles. So I was watching Sneaker uh, Shopping with Complex, and there's not a lot of women on there, but, like, from a few women that I watched, one of the best ones was Rita Ora. And I'm mm. like, oh, my gosh. I told she humble. Yeah, I was like, I misjudged her. I'm like, wow, like, she's actually really cool or whatever. Lo and be fucking whole. Yeah, and also, like, I I always talk about how Rita Ora annoys the fuck out of me just from not really... Because I don't like people who are around but don't have any work. Like, yeah, and I mean, crazy. I'm not talking about, like, a hit and you know why they're here, why they got their foot in the industry. I think that... I really originally thought that she was just in the industry because she was light-skinned and pretty. And I'm like, 
uh, she's not giving us anything. How the fuck did she get the chance to host America's Next Top Model without being America's Next Top Model and at any point in her she life? She had a sneaker collab with Reebok. Yeah, so I'm just like, it just don't be adding up. Because then, when, like, we want shit, it's like no opportunities are around. We can't Meanwhile, even fucking get sponsorships right now. <laughs> and we actually do this shit. We almost like 50 episodes. <laughs> yeah, we be trying to partner with regular niggas, and they be like, uh, I'm like, oh. But meanwhile, fucking Rita Ora ass. Anyway, I was like, hey, I'm hardcore. But I'm like, you know what? Should I have respect for somebody who does nothing but gets everything? I mean, because she's not white, and they do that, like the Kardashians do that shit all the time. Yeah. So why not just give some respect for somebody else who's rotting on the way? I'm trying, that's what I was trying to think of when Sabria said she liked her. So then, fast forward to this weekend, uh, she dropped this song called Girls, which as soon as I saw the art, I thought it was going to be like Bang Bang with Nicki Minaj, Jesse yeah, James, yep, and you Ariana said that. And Grande. I'm like, oh, it looks cute. Like, I like the album art. I thought it was cute. And like, I'm down for anything. And it's smart. For girls. It's yeah. smart because if you get Cardi B, Rita, or it's going to play in all them different stations. So I'm like, yep. all right, this is smart. It's a powerful music. Like, it's going to be on like top this. They're going to perform it on the VMAs and blah, blah, blah. Turns out it's about like, you know, kissing girls and loving girls and this girls and that girls. And like, I forget the lyrics, but they was dumb as shit. What was this? I want to drink a wine and get, get with a girl or something like that. Yeah, and it pretty much contributed to the male gaze. Yeah. And there, here's the thing. This is why a lot of people don't respect, like, women who say that, you know, they are les- lesbians I just or bisexual ki- or pansexual. It be- says, sometimes I just want to kiss girls, girls, red wine. I just want to kiss girls. Sometimes I just want to kiss girls, red wine. I just want to kiss girls. Yeah, like, trying to make it, like, fun. Like, it's not the 90s anymore. That shit is not hot. Um, And then Cardi B was talking about, like, taking somebody bitch and scissoring. And it's like, now y'all know y'all not about this life. Stop trying to make it cute, and then you don't have to live with the stigma that's attached to it. Yeah. And, like, I say this because somebody in my life um, has recently came out. Um, and now this person, she's going to have to, like, live with a lot of hatred. She's been getting a lot of pushback. And I'm like, I think it's so funny that people like that release songs, like, you know, in convertibles in California <laughs> with Daisy Dukes, hands in the air. Like, sometimes I just want to kiss a girl and then go home and get dicked down by my nigga and not be, <laughs> not have to uh, live this life, not have to be judged, not have to be threatened, not have to be hurt. And Rita Ora came out later and was like, actually, I am queer, friends. So I've had a relationship. Yeah, she's like, stop booing me. I'm gay. Yeah. Which, I mean, what the fuck? You say you're gay, you're gay. But yeah. that song is not empowering. <laughs> it's still not. Yeah, it doesn't because it's the reason why. Because I never, whenever I'm talking to a guy, um, I never reveal that I like girls because I don't want to be like, whoa. Because like. Threesome. I, yeah, because yeah. I had it in my Tinder bio that was by. And then I started getting, I was matching with guys. I'm like, oh, this guy's cute, whatever. My thing is, I will not swipe on somebody that says in their bio, like, looking for a third or whatever. Because, like, that's just setting myself up. But this person had no, nothing like that in their bio, looking for a third or anything like that. Match with them. We talking whenever. Then he talking about, then he, like, we talking, everything's cool. Give him my number. Then when he gets my number, he starts telling me about his girl and what I want to join them. And I'm like, no. no. Like, that's why I don't like, that's why I don't like to talk about it because I don't ever want people to think it's for, like, their entertainment. And it's something that I'm, like, not, I'm, like, probably, like, 90 
97% comfortable with it because I still feel people are going to be like, because primarily I do date um, men, and I feel like people are going to be like, oh, like, whatever. And if I do say it, I like girls, they're going to think it's for them, like their entertainment. Exactly, exactly. And it's just like, it's not just this Rita Ora or whoever the fuck else was on that song that are in the sunken place. It's just people who think, the like, message. girls particularly who think, like, uh, pretending to be lesbians and like that I kissed a girl and I like this shit is still cute. It's not cute, okay? That ended in 2014. Yeah. It's not cute anymore. It's not hot. And like, do will I say things like I will take your bitch to men to make them uh, mad? Sometimes I do. But I also don't, but I, I can. That, like, that's the truth. I can. That's the truth. And um, also... I've always been a type of person who has said that I don't know what I identify with. Like, right now, mm -hmm. I've always only liked men. But that don't mean in the future I don't change... Like, that won't change for me. That I'm, like, because I open myself up to, like, any almost every almost everything. And I just... But I'm not one of those people who will pretend to be uh, a lesbian but then not take up for them. Yeah, because, like... That, because, like, I, it was times when I, I was younger and, like, I've had crushes on girls and, like, I felt like they, like, like you back. And then I found out, like, oh, it's like I got a boyfriend. Like, that, like, hurt my feelings. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, Stop okay, you around. just playing. But, like, uh, especially, like, lesbians are not accessories. And I feel like people just don't take, uh gay men or women's or their relationships or their feelings seriously. Or, like, by... Like, I feel like by people... For sure. Because like people think it's take, made up. Yeah. People think it's made up. Some, and I'm like, it's so many freaking gorgeous people around here. How could that be made up? Like, I, the fact that people just, like, one type... Like, sex... I'm like, that's amazing exactly. to me. That's, like, that's really... Right. I feel wow. like when men are uh, bisexual, they just say, like, oh, you you gay, but you just scared to say it. Yeah, And yep. I think that when women are bisexual, they think they're just freaks who want to have sex with everyone. And it's like, no, I'm just like, I'm like every... Well, maybe, but I'm just like everybody else. Like, come on now with the weird shit. So, yeah. Sunk in place. All right, moving on into... Um, fuck, common senses. This week we're talking about bullying. Oh, oh, my God. So, recently, somebody told me a story about how, you know, uh, like, a high school bully was brought up, and it triggered her so hard that she felt like crying. At first, I was like, damn, what the fuck she do to you? And then I started thinking back to, like, you know, just as some... I wasn't bullied, okay? Because you can't get really, truly get bullied when you live in a hood. That's just it. Like, I always said that. Like, you might get picked on... Um, you may not, you know, get chumped every once in a while, but that whole shit where I'm, I'm just speaking for like all the people I knew, even the weirdos is not going to get put in no toilet, thrown in a locker, truly traumatized because everybody's going to fight where I'm from. Even the weirdest nigga in the class, you're not going to walk up, slap that person in the face and get away with it. They cousin's going to be up at the school. Something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So... My bully experience was really strange. It was mostly, like, people just making me feel like a weirdo constantly for having very, very basic things. And because of that, like it parents. took, like, parents and dinner and just, like, you know, clean, like, a washing machine in the house. And it just took me a really, really long time to, like, not hate black people, not hate black girls, not, like, want to be white because of that. It's just, like, so harmful. And it still, like, resonates with you even as an adult. Like, that shit doesn't sometimes. Yeah, no, really. Because, like, a lot of time, like, out for a long-ass time, probably until, like, maybe two years ago, I was, like, very scared to approach people that, like, I found attractive. Yeah. Because like, I always would think, like, 
all like they like they would play me or like cuz my bully was a boy. Yeah. Um and even though he's like he's dead is all the stuff that he's done like that was not closure for me. Right. Like um and Wait, he died? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, the the person who um believe like when I was like younger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember you telling me this. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he died and he was well since he was a boy, it was different. Like I didn't want to fight him, but I remember one time he like was I, it was raining and we was walking down the street and he just was like kicking me and like in the rain and like pushed me down mm-hmm. and was like really like beating on me and like his like younger sister like jumped in on it and they just was like being like so and I just felt like so defeated. Right. Um I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't tell my mom or anything. I think I did tell my mom that something and I forgot what happened, but um but yeah, even to this day, like sometimes I'll do stuff and it like it'll affect like even like how I see myself. Like sometimes yeah. I think that I'm bigger than what I am because I was bullied for like my weight. Or um, when you say you don't like the way your voice sounds because yeah. people picked on you. But, and I'm always like, Sabrina, your voice sounds fine. Like, we have a podcast. If you had a shitty voice, trust and believe, I would not be sitting across from you. I'm like, well, she funny, but she sound weird. Like, yeah, I always think that, like, I sound weird because of, like, what people would say. Like, people will always make fun of, like, how mm-hmm. I talk. So, like, I didn't, like, I never stopped talking about it. I was, like, always subconscious of doing stuff that's, like, record it or mm-hmm. anything like that or I would just like or if I recorded something I would try to make my voice sound different yeah. um but yeah it's just like and I feel like in a black community a lot of people don't talk about bullying they're like that make you stronger this and the third blah blah and or I'm hit like, them back yeah I'm like okay but emotionally feelings, yeah I'm, like, <laughs> I'm scar- traumatized like I'm scarred like it's a lot of shit that happens that you know you don't tell your parents about and you just be living with and it's like there was this, when I was in um, elementary and middle school, uh, I, you know, when you live in a certain hood, it's not uncommon for you to literally go to elementary, middle, and high school with the same person, mm-hmm. with the same people. But for me, I went to a high school in West Philly, so it was just elementary, middle school for me. But I, there was this girl, um, and she was, like, very tall like me. We both would always be at, like, the end of the line because we were both tall girls, and... This girl was such a bitch to me. I just did not understand. I thought that we would get along more because we were both so similar. But she was, like, a little heavier than me, but taller than I was. And she would do everything in her power to, like, try to embarrass me. Like, if I tripped, she'd be like, look, everybody, Iman tripped. And I just didn't know what it was because she was, in my opinion, not cute. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why is this person who is not cute constantly trying to, like, make fun of me? And, like, I didn't say anything back because I was just so mousy back then it wasn't mm-hmm. until fifth grade when this boy punched me in my face that I was like fuck all y'all niggas <laughs> and like I just start I turned into like a whole different animal back then but like I, I just wonder about that and it made me really just not feel like I could have a sisterhood with black girls mm-hmm. up until high school like I yeah. felt like with you and like a few other people that was the first time being like okay there are a lot of weird black girls who are similar to me who won't be like combative yeah no it I can be like- room for more than just one tall yeah, black girl like because, you know? like, even, like, my music, like, stuff I listen to, people are like, what you listening to? And, like, people would make me feel so stupid. Like, I remember one time these kids made fun of me for listening to Tina Turner. And, like, <laughs> uh, and I was like, what the? 
like out of all the stuff, I mean, I used to get made fun of for listening to like metal and stuff like that. But I'm like fucking Tina Turner. I'm like these it's fucking, fucking classics. It's fucking classics. Like I just like why are you <laughs> bullying me? For Please me? tell me you was listening to What's Love Got to Do with It. I was listening to that and what else? It was um. Like private dancer, cause that was my favorite. That was one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. <laughs> now I know what it's about. I'm like, yikes! But yeah. um, but yeah, that was one of my favorite. Um. And this one, well, it's not really bullying. And it's kind of funny, but I always loved Cher. Since I was five years old, I've been obsessed with Cher. And I was out in my backyard and I was singing. And this boy in the yard behind me was told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and my mom snapped. My mom snapped and told me like to sing louder. And I'm just saying, like, share, Sunny and share, like. But yeah, people always make me feel like weird as shit. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm, I hate that I'm laughing at you being bullied, but. No, that is a funny story, though. Because <laughs> I was singing my ass off, and he told me to shut the fuck up. And my mom was like, It might not have been because you were singing that song. <laughs> we probably just were trying to sit in the fucker back. <laughs> well, I was a kid. You want to tell me to shut the fuck up? I was like five years old. No, I put that shit. Like if you finally got off and you hear somebody howling in the next yard, it's like yo, take that shit somewhere else. But it was a block that was known for a lot of kids. Like everybody had kids around here. That nigga probably got off work. It was like shut the. Fu- oh, you said it was a kid. No, I was a kid. Uh, I was a he kid. He was a grown no, man. No, it, I think he was like a te- like a like a teen or something. Oh, okay, I was gonna say that sounds like something I would feel, but never say. But yeah, I'm gonna say I'm five years old, and my voice was like a baby voice, like singing it, like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, like it's just really evident. Like some people still haven't got over being bullied, and I see that with like a lot of these weird black guys who um. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing. <laughs> a lot of these weird black guys that uh be like, I don't date black girls because they made fun of me when I was a kid. I'm like, okay. okay yeah. They made fun of me too. Join the fucking, I still, that's all I want to date. Join <laughs> the fucking club. Okay? Yeah. Your own community sometimes can be like your worst nightmare, but then you grow up and you start seeing other things like not to put too much of this person's business out, but that tall girl I was telling you about, like I grew up and I learned a lot of foul shit about her upbringing. And I'm like, maybe that's why she was mean to me. Does that make me less traumatized? No. But still, like, I, I, I understand. Yeah, it actually does make me less traumatized. I understand why she was where she was. I can move on. I can heal. And I can try my best to make sure that I don't raise hurt children because hurt children go out and hurt other children. And, you know, it's just like you you want to be responsible for that, too. Like, bullying is such a big problem. It and is. like I said on Twitter today, all the girls who used to talk talk shit about me and make fun of me because, you know, I wasn't, I didn't look like a black China in fifth grade. Guess what? They be writing my DMs now like, sis, what you eat? How many times you work out? Yep. Maybe we can go to Planet Fitness together. Like, no, bitch, you can't. don't want to go work out with me because I be, like, I start thinking about shit and trip you or something. Like, <laughs> turn your incline up while and you're not so looking. it's so crazy how, like, those type of people, like, forget, like, stuff. Like, how could you forget? Being mean and nasty was so natural to them. And also, I don't, I think they might have repressed childhood because it was so terrible. Terrible, yeah. They don't remember what they did. Like Larry, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I hated Larry, who was our guest, you know, like last episode. I Larry, I could not stand him. But now that I'm older, his personality and his humor makes so much sense. Yeah. Thank God we were able to like, you know, like reconnect and understand yeah. each other, but shit don't happen all the time. It don't, and like, cause I had somebody who um, you know, that I still fought and like I still talk to 
like to this day. But like they said to me, and I'll never forget this, that they said that you will never have a boyfriend. Jesus Christ. And that like as a, a kid, like I just was like, that just upset me because, like, back then I thought that equated, like, my worth, like, you know, being in a relationship with somebody. Because, like, when I was, like, young, like, that, like, eight and ten and stuff, I have friends that was, like, on their third boyfriend. And, like, I didn't have that. You can't relate. Yeah. And it's, like, now looking back at it, I'm, like, they shouldn't have been, quote, unquote, in a relationship or whatever. But, like, that always, like, haunted me. And, like, I, again, like I said, like, until, like, two years ago, I was ne- Now, if I want a nigga, I'm gonna be like, um, skrrr, like... Yeah, and if you don't like me, okay, fine. Like, I've been in your situation where somebody hollered at me and I like them. Yeah. Move on. Because, like, I've talked to guys and, um, they will... Because I, you know, when I was with my ex, um, I, like, the first date we went on, I was like, when I first saw him, I'm like, fuck, like, he is look good as fuck. Like, why is he talking to me? And he was, like, intimidated by me. Yeah, and, like, and that's happening And now. I just was like, what the fuck? Like, it's a lot of niggas that I've pulled that look fucking good as fuck. Yeah. And they were like, I would have been intimidated by, tr- by you. Or, like, they've come up to me first and, like, said something And because me. of and that I'm like, hurt, what? you feel like it's confusing. But it's like, yeah, no, you or, deserve all this Or shit. I'll think, I'm like, oh, you just want to fuck me. Like, or you just don't care. Like, yeah. or whatever. Even though sometimes they did. And, like, vice versa, I just want to fuck, too. Yeah, but, it might be like that. Yeah, but it just was like, so now I'm just like, what? But, like, nobody can't tell me shit now. Because after I fucking shook Meech fucking hand and yeah. I said something to him, yeah. I'm like, bitch. Any nigga I fucking want, I'm like, skrrr. Yeah, I'm about to say, somebody called me Pam Greer the other day, so my con- it's safe to say my confidence is uh, on 100. I'm like, how many bitches have you looked your fucking man crush Monday that you thought that was unattainable in the fucking eye? And got Shit smart is- with him. And got fucking smart. Hello. Um, also, real quick, quick story. One time uh, when... I was, like, so much taller in middle school. So my mom, I tell you the story all the time. My mom kind of had to dress me older. Like, she's like, you you look weird being, like, this tall in, like, baby clothes and, like, baldy. So my mom, not too grown, but she started, like, kind of teaching me how to be sharp. Mm-hmm. Same with my dad. They're like, you have to be sharp. You're tall. Give him something to look at. So my mom had me in, like, DKNY, like, Nordstrom, like, stuff like that when I was younger. And I remember I had these, like, DKNY, like, Oxford shoes on, which were a little bit too mature for me at the time. But they were nice as fuck. Like, I wish I had those shoes right this moment. They were mm-hmm. so nice. And I would wear them to school. And this one girl was, like, laughing. And she was like, <laughs> what are those? Like, what's the name of that shoe? And I was like, DKNY, Dinah Karen, New York. <laughs> and she was like, well, where'd you get those from? And I'm like, Nordstrom. And she busts out laughing. Like, she's like, ah, she shopped at Nordstrom. What? That's what she said. I, that's when, like, Easy Pickings and Eternity was like, well, all, my mom was like, those hood bitches don't know shit. That's <laughs> all they know is rainbow. You can't get mad at that, this and the other. But I remember knowing, like, Janelle Monet recently said in a song, like, even back then, I knew I was the shit. Like, I knew I was the shit. I knew it would come full circle. I just didn't think, like I said, revenge would be this sweet and y'all bitches would be asking me for weight loss advice. <laughs> that's sweet as fuck. I know. I love that. That is so crazy. Like That tastes good seeing to Seeing bitches that bullied you, like, get, like, look like they had too much sodium. Like, oh, what you be putting in your hair to make it curly? What you be putting? I be like, fucking vinegar, bitch. That's what I put in my hair to make. Now you do it. But, um, bottom line, 
I guess I should take my own advice. Gotta let the hurt go. Move <laughs> on. Don't completely hate your community because of a few rotten apples. It's mm-hmm. inexcusable. You look fucking dumb. Yeah. You know, you gotta move on and let the hurt go as an adult because no one cares. You just look salty. Mm-hmm. So let it go whatever way you can. Um, and yeah, that's it for this week's show. You got anything coming up? Do I have anything coming up? Oh, we see in the play for zombies. Next Yay! Week. Okay, so next I mean, week. Next week. Next, next week's weekend. episode may be a little bit delayed because we are going to see Flatbush Zombies on a Tuesday night. Yes. So we're either going to try to get the show out early or a day late. Hopefully early, but we will see what our engineer uh, schedule is looking like. Yes. Um, I'm going to Scranton this weekend, which is kind of unfortunate. That's Shout so out to all our Scranton listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> all, our I, po- all our Pocono listeners. I did not know it was this soon. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Every time I go to Scranton, I feel dirty, but it's just such a weird... Scranton. Yeah. Scranton. say that, it's just like, Whoa. But I have family up there, and my uncle was actually one of the first black men to own a barbershop in the mall, just, you know, so That's y'all know. That's decent. That's historical. It is pretty historical, but so we're going up there for his birthday, so I'm looking forward to that. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Iman Matei. Um, and me on Instagram is... Frankenfem underscore and then on Instagram is it's Frankenfem. Wait, so Twitter is Frankenfem underscore. Yes. Okay, perfect. And you can follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch and on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. And you know what? I think that's it for this week's episode. You got a uh, shout out? Yes. Okay, so I would like to give a shout out to Tyler McCulley. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Hopefully I did. <laughs> um, yes, he is a football parent like myself and he recently told me that he He's uh, been listening to Black Girl Brunch. So shout out to him for that. And thank you so much. And you have two pretty, pretty pit bulls, like goals for, to get another one. Um, also, I would like to give a shout out to Reed Thomas. Thank you yes. for listening, Oh, sister. my God. Thank you. Yes. Um, I know I could just see you cracking up. Um, I love you, Reed. I miss you. Um, also, a shout out to... Ryan, who I spent a crazy-ass weekend with. Like, honestly, it's so funny because he is straight-edge, but one of the craziest friends I have. He's somebody that he don't (laughs) need to do drugs. That's scary. That please don't do drugs or drink ever because I swear to God, I'll probably run away (laughs) from home. So we really had a crazy bonding experience. We both are (laughs) crazy. So, um, yeah, shout-out to Ryan, and thank you for, you know, promoting Black Girl Brunch whenever you can. To people, I don't even know. <laughs> just like he just like, oh, I told this person to listen to y'all. Like, thank you so much for that, Ryan. Oh, and shout out to uh, someone named Jay um, on Instagram. They actually sent us uh, some news about <laughs> Beyonce, um, Beyonce and veganism. And I just think that's so funny. People at this point, they just know. They know. They know. They know that we love Beyonce. We love veganism. And yeah, the two she together. My, is she my favorite fake vegan? Yeah. Also, a shout out to um, Christian. Uh, Whose their um, Instagram is plump and right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> me. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you so much for listening, Christian. Uh, what you sent me earlier, <laughs> I was like bitching and complaining about people not listening to us, and Christian was like, honestly, they're missing out because y'all be having me hollering. So thank you so much for that, Christian, for the love. You know, one of my uh, Tumblr fam from the old school <laughs> still <laughs> rocking with me. Thank you for that. Yeah, so thank y'all all for listening every week. We really do appreciate it. Yes. And we'll catch y'all next week sometime. Bye. Peace. <laughs>